Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Call the regular city council meeting of the city of Collinsville, February 22nd, 2022, with roll call, please. Jerome? Here. Houseman? Absent. Green? Here. Stamen? Here. Miller? Here. The invocation this evening will be given by Pastor Miles Holmes of Revived Church. Would you please stand for the invocation? Stay standing for the Pledge of Allegiance. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we're grateful for your goodness and grace in our lives. As we look around the world tonight in such turmoil and fear and violence and threats of war, we do pray for peace on this planet. And we're grateful, Lord, for your peace in our hearts, in our homes, in our community. We remember, Lord, that to whom much is given, much is required. So help us to do our best to be a little more loving, kind, and sharing and caring with those around us so that we live our lives so that your kingdom comes and your will is done on this earth just as it is in heaven. We pray your blessing on this council tonight, all the decisions made, your wisdom, your discernment, your discretion. We thank you for this in the name of Christ our Savior. Amen. item tonight under business prior to public also input is item one yeah. a public hearing on the pre-annexation agreement with regards to 315 Longy Road I will entertain a motion to open the public hearing so moved. moved by Councilman Jerome second second by Councilman Green uh, staff report will be given by 
Community Development Director, Mr. Travis Taylor. Thank you, Mayor and members of Council. First time before you this evening is staff's request for the Council to hold a public hearing regarding a pre-annexation agreement for 315 Longhee Road. Uh, the applicants are looking to tap onto city water services and as a requirement by our ordinance, they must enter into a pre-annexation agreement with the city of Collinsville uh, prior to tapping. The property is located off of Lebanon, right at the corner of Lebanon and Longhee. The applicant is currently tapping, I believe they have already actually tapped on the services. This was taken to Planning Commission and they recommended approval of the request. The next slide shows some of the existing pre-annexation agreements we have in the area. You can see we've got a smattering uh, out there as these properties have tapped onto water services. Uh, we do not have sewer out in this area yet, uh, but as they tap onto water, we are entering into those pre-annexation agreements. Thought process here is once we get enough of those connected uh, to city limits, and once they become contiguous, we can start connecting the dots and annexing those properties into the city as they are receiving city services. Um, staff is recommending the city council conduct a public hearing and take public input for this pre-annexation agreement. Um, the next item on your agenda will be the resolution or, or I'm sorry, ordinance um, moving forward with that agreement. Thank you. Any, anyone here uh, wish to make any public input to this uh, recommendation? Being none, a motion to adjourn the public hearing. So moved. Moved by Councilman Jerome. Second. Second by Councilman Stamen. Public hearing is closed. Next item. Item two is an ordinance authorizing the mayor to execute a pre-annexation agreement between the city of Collinsville and John and Christina Geiler at 315 Longy Road. Entertain a motion for the authorization of the pre-annexation agreement between the city of Collinsville and Mr. and Mrs. Geiler. So moved. Moved by Councilman Stamen. I'll second it. Second by Councilman Green. The overview by Mr. Taylor. Thank you, Mayor and members of Council. Uh, again, adding to this, this is again the ordinance authorizing the mayor to execute the pre-annexation agreement, and once they become contiguous, we would annex this property. Uh, the pre-annexation agreements run for about 25 years per state statute. Um, so as a number of these come through, we hope to link up and expand our territory to those we are serving. So any questions, please feel welcome to ask. Questions, Mr. Taylor? Seeing none, roll call, please. Jerome? Yes. Green? Yes. Stamen? Yes. Miller? Yes. Item three Thank is ordinance rezoning real estate from a B2 limited commercial district to UCD Uptown Commercial District, 317 West Main. Entertain a motion for the ordinance uh, to change real estate from B2 to UCD. So moved. M motion by Councilman Green. Second. Second by Councilman Stamen. The overview by Associate <coughs> Planner, Caitlin Rice. All right, thank you, Mr. Mayor, members of the council. The item before you is a request by Bailey Lutz and Jeremy Martin to rezone 317 West Main from B2 to UCD Uptown Collinsville District. Uh, they intend to use the upper portion of the structure as a residence for themselves, and then they will lease out the first floor um, for commercial 
uh, uses. They're not quite sure what commercial use they're going through yet, but that is the intention. Uh, this building was formerly used as the flower basket, the florist shop, um, and this property has historically been mixed use and it will be continued to be a mixed use structure. There are some proposed building improvements uh, that are including primarily interior. Nothing has been proposed for the exterior quite yet. This will include the residential and commercial aspects of the structure. Um, this change of use um, will, is requiring the Uptown Council District rezoning. Uh, so here's the location of 317 West Main and some pictures from the side and the rear of the property. As for the surrounding zoning and land uses, um, this is primarily surrounded by commercial um, and is currently zoned B2 and primarily surrounded by B2 as well. It is still located within our uptown Collinsville uh, planning area and located within the garden district, which emphasizes uh, lower, uh, less intense commercial and mixed uses. Uh, so staff and the Planning Commission has reviewed the criteria to be considered for zoning map amendments and find that all the criteria are met. And with that, staff is recommending approval of the rezoning from B2 to UCD at 317 West Main. And I'd be happy to answer any questions you may have. Questions of uh, Ms. Rice? No questions, just a comment that um, this is absolutely a, a good rezoning because the UCD gives you some latitude to give them some relief for some of the things they may want to do even on the exterior. Um, and, and I've been following them on, on Facebook where they're doing the, the remodel and showing us what they're doing to the inside of this and it's an amazing job what they're doing. Um, but I, I like the idea of giving them some latitude by putting it in, in the, the UC district. So it makes sense for us here. I like the mixed use too. Mm -hmm. Anyone else? I used to be my doctor's office years and years ago, <laughs> Dr. Brown. Well, and, and that brings me to what I would like to say is we don't have any, too many of these historic structures left in the city that were once the major part of our, of our city. And for someone uh, like this young couple to, to bring this building back to its, its historical uh, glory days you know glory days and and then open it up to where people can go through and, and shop and do whatever they do uh, but this is the type of thing that we we, we really want to see on Main Street <coughs> and restore restoration and, and bringing things back to life so it's a wonderful program and, and I truly appreciate this young couple wanting to do this and, and this is such a great idea thank you I think that's especially true after the last owners that, that purchased it. I'm just really thankful it, it has owners that love it um, and that will do it justice. Yes, they're, they've highly coveted this building and they're focused on preserving the historical aspects. So it's, yeah. it, they're perfect for it, obviously. Yeah, it's exciting to watch. Yes, very much. Mm -hmm. Anyone else? Roll call, please. Jerome? Yes. Green? Yes. Stamen? Yes. Miller? Yes. Item four is the ordinance rezoning real estate from B2 Limited Commercial District to UCD Uptown Collinsville District, 126 West Main for Willow and Grace Boutique. Entertain a motion for the real estate to be changed from B2 to UCD, um, 126 West Main. So moved. 
Moved by Councilman Jerome. I'll second it. Second by Councilman Green. The overview by Ms. Rice. Okay, thank you again, Mr. Mayor, members of the council. This item is also a rezoning from B2 to UCD, lim uh, from limited commercial to our uptown Collinsville district. Uh, the request is by Callie Tyson with Willow and Grace Boutique um, to rezone 126 West Main Street. Uh, you may know this as the old Dollar General. It occupied the space in the first floor from 2007 to 2019 and has remained vacant since their absence. Uh, this rezoning was triggered by the change of use uh, to this clothing and clothing accessory store. They do have a resale component, a secondhand aspect that does require a special use permit. Um, you will be seeing a opportunity to review this aspect of the application uh, pending this rezoning approval. Um, they will occupy the entire first floor, um, which is approximately 7,900 square feet of retail space. Um, the second story is currently apartments, about 12 units that are accessed separately and off of South Clinton. So here's a general location of the site and the picture of viewing from uh, West Main. As for zoning and surrounding land uses, it is again primarily commercial. Uh, our building that we're currently in and the fire department is directly south so there's a government issue um, government uses in there as well now with that staff and the Planning Commission did find that the all of the matters to be considered for a zoning map amendment were met uh, by this application um, from rezoning from B2 to UCD it is in uh, conformance with our comprehensive plan and the uptown master plan uh, with that, staff is recommending approval from the rezoning from B2 to UCD at 126 West Main Street, and I'd be happy to answer any questions you may have. Questions of Ms. Rice? No questions, same comment. I, I, if you were to ask me, I'd say UCD, the entire uptown area, so that we can start to, to use a lot more mixed use, a lot more, and, and it would give the, the owners more latitude with the city's permission or city's overview um, to do more and creative things with Uptown. So I really like bringing more things into this UCD because it does give them a lot more latitude. We're not stuck with some of these old uh, antiquated B2 requirements and things like that because they're, they're really landlocked with what they can do there. And you can see this building has, it's a beautiful building with so much potential. Um, and so I'm hoping that with this UCD and with this mixed use, we're gonna really be able to see some, some nice things happen with it. My only comment is that um, I know the, the one owner and I've been to her shop that she had in Glen Carbon. She does an amazing shop and so this is just a much needed, I'm excited to finally have a boutique on Main Street yes. um, because I think the way um, Kelly will run this and I don't know her, par the, her partner in this but she'll get, she'll get some attention um, by being here um, from other people that we need to see shops in similar boutique type. So I'm super excited to see this and it, it's a great addition. Uh, <clears throat> it, <clears throat> things, something like this has opened up another comment that I, maybe it's not the time, but I think it is the time. This is a perfect example and I talked to a previous fire chief, Kevin Edmond, about it and I don't know if I talked to um, the current chief or not, but I believe on any, and I, I like to propose an ordinance change about it. If, if there's um, living quarters above a commercial establishment, um, I would like to see that that 
has to have an alarm, fire alarm in the first floor. So if something happens at two in the morning, the people upstairs have an alarm. So I know this building, were you, uh, were you working here, Mitch, when uh, they had the, they put sprinklers in the stairways and things to the upstairs with the floor. Okay, I, I think you were probably I was, fire I was on the fire department. Was yeah, it was definitely fire department. Yeah, and so, <laughs> well, that was a long time. <laughs> it's been a while. It confirms. Yes, no, but, but it, you know, but there's, like I know they've that. done a lot of work <laughs> on the apartments upstairs, but, and, and I think John and, and John will, will uh, verify, and I worked at a municipality where we put that in place. It, it, if there's a fire late at night, that could be going good before anybody upstairs has even knows it. So it, it's pretty simple, and it's not a huge cost. It's pretty simple to put a, a fire alarm in the first floor. It sounds on the second floor. So at least they have a chance to get out of the building. So um, I would like to see that in ordinance form as soon as we can get it. And, and, and I don't know if it's going to be soon enough for this, but I, I think that definitely something I've talked to the fire department about before I think would be a worthy cause. And I, and I also think it would give some security, peace of mind to the people that live in those apartments. Mm -hmm. So to get full utilization of what we want to see in downtown, this is an important part of that, I really think. So anyway, well, um, I don't know how yeah. soon it's going to be coming to the Planning Commission, or I know they're already doing work in the building, but that's something to be done after the fact. You know, so anyway, probably not the right time, but it, it's associated with what we're doing. Here, so. I, think, I think it's very much... Now is the time to do it before the people ever move yeah. in. That, yeah. uh, uh, and I think it's up to the landlord who owns the building as well. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and and knowing uh, who that is, he's going to scratch and claw. Mm -hmm. Well, not necessarily. I mean, they've done a lot. I think they've done a lot of things already to the building. They've done mm -hmm. um, a lot of work, a lot of work inside. So they so they've dedicated themselves, I think, to try to make it a good, safe building. And hopefully they'll see the value in this. But I, I think we could probably have an artist put together by the next meeting. Mm -hmm. It'd be that simple. You know, no, I, be I, at it and you're right, it's a fairly inexpensive yeah. fix. Yeah. So. I, I couldn't agree with you more. Okay. And I think this change of occupancy will make the building much safer than what the previous occupancy right. was exactly. uh, and the way they maintained. Yeah. Uh, I'm glad, I think, or we're glad to see any kind of development like this mm -hmm. on right. Main Street. Sure. So. Yes, sir. All right, that's all. Anyone else? Being none, roll call, please. Jerome? Yes. Green? Yes. Stamen? Yes. Miller? Yes. Thank you. Item 5 is an ordinance amending Title 17 zoning, Section 17.060.050 of the Collinsville Municipal Code as it relates to wire monitored alarm systems. All right. Since this was tabled, I need a motion to take it off the table, please. So moved. Moved by Councilman Jerome. Second. Removed from the table. Second by Councilman Stamen. Roll call, please. Jerome. Yes. Green. Yes. Stamen. Yes. Miller. Yes. The overview will be given by uh, Community Development Director Taylor. <coughs> Thank you, Mayor, members of Council. Uh, as you may recall, on January 25th, we tabled this item so staff could review some of the comments that that council made uh, and 
put that on the ordinance so we could change kind of the direction of the ordinance a little bit and allow us to review these applications on a case-by-case -case basis. Some of the changes that staff has made include providing staff the authority to review and approve these wire monitored alarm systems, requiring a fence to be in line with the surrounding character and zoning district, and then also requiring that the fence not be constructed or maintained in a manner which constitutes a nuisance. So I'm gonna kind of go through these item by item real quick. Um, as an overview, this is the original uh, text that staff proposed. It gave the Planning Commission the authority to review and approve the fences on a case-by-case on a -case basis, but allowed them by right in the M1 district. Um, we went into a discussion of regarding the details of the fence and how the fence is constructed. Uh, staff proposed some changes to the language that leaves a little bit more open where we didn't go into the details of the specific system because this this text memo applies to all districts or the city as a whole and isn't specific to a single property or a single system to be put on a single property. So staff has changed the initial language here to require that a wire alarm system must be subject to administrative review uh, by the community development director or his or her designee. And we do, I did place some generic language in here that we see in our rezoning, special use permit, text amendment um, requirements that state, uh, sorry, rezoning and special use permit requirements that state that the, uh, the fence or has to be in a, erected in a manner that is consistent with the character of the zoning district and the surrounding neighborhood. So off the cuff, when we're thinking, when we look at industrial districts and more intensive use areas, uh, you know, might be factor into the equation rather than seeing these in kind of our predominantly commercial retail areas like Collinsville Crossing and, and things of that sort. We'll also put in some language that states that the fence cannot be uh, constructed in a manner which creates a nuisance. Um, this will capture things like alarm sounds um, and hazardous uh, construction types. So those are the two main changes. Um, for a quick recap, again, these fences are required to be constructed behind an existing fence. Um, again, I apologize for the pictures. We don't have another example. The, these pictures show the chain link fence. The language requires that the fence that's existing to be an approved conforming fence with the city's code. But these pictures really illustrate how hard the, the fence is kind of to see from the right of way um, with the gauge of wire that's being used. But it is a wire that is once disrupted, triggers an alarm, uh, that that will allow the owner to know that someone's attempting or something has happened that has broken that that signal and someone's potentially getting into their to their space. Uh, with that, I'm happy to answer any questions you may have. Again, staff took a more generic approach to allow for us some discretion as these cases pop up on a case by case basis and allow us to differentiate between different systems that may be used. Questions, uh, Mr. Taylor? So um, it won't go to Planning Commission for review? No. Good. These okay. will now go to city staff. Yeah. Anyone else? Yeah. I, I like what you've done. It, it gives you the authority you need. It gives you the latitude you need. But it also gives some guidance of what we're looking for and what we're not wanting. And to me, that's really what we were looking for at the last meeting. And you hit it perfectly. Thank you. And I think Amarok, uh, after their first request, took it back and did some homework and came back with a viable product. 
well. A absolutely, and and I have been in, you know, the Admiral representative is not here this evening, but I've been in, in talks with her, and she is in support of these these uh, amendments as well, and states that she thinks it really hits, hits what they're looking for. I'll entertain a, a motion for approval of uh, the ordinance uh, amending Title 17. So moved. Moved by Councilman Green. Second. Second by Councilman Stamen. Roll call, please. Jerome. Yes. Green. Yes. Stamen. Yes. Miller. Yes. Thank you. Next, the speakers from the floor. Speakers may address the council under terms of number Ordinance number 4765, time is limited to four minutes per speaker. Please refer to the last page of the agenda for specific rules governing input. Anyone in the meeting? Please step to the podium and state your name. Hi, I'm Jeannie Lomax. And uh, I was informed uh, just last week of this uh, ridership waiver that the city has requested that anybody that rides the shuttle bus fill out. I'm gonna read it. Um, so that everybody knows what it says. Uh, so this is a shuttle bus ridership waiver. Important, read this form carefully and be aware that in signing up and participating for this service, you're expressly assuming all risks and legal liability for injuries, damages, or loss which you may sustain as a result of participating in this service. Waiver and release of all claims and assumption of risk. I recognize and acknowledge that there are certain risks of physical injury to users of this service. I voluntarily agree to assume the full risk of any and all injuries, damages, or loss, reg regardless of severity, that I may sustain as a result of said participation. I do hereby fully waive release and forever discharge the city of Collinsville, its officers, agents, employees, volunteers, from any and all claims for injury, damages, or loss that I may have or which may accrue to me and arising out of, connected with, or in any way associated with this service. It's very troubling, very troubling. This is public transportation, uh, taxpayer funded, uh, the shuttle bus, is um, provided from uh, Madison County Transit District, leased to the city. This is public transportation. This is like telling anybody that's gonna go catch the bus up here at the bus station next to the police department that they have to fill out a waiver releasing, I mean, this sentence right here, I do, by here, I do hereby fully waive, release, and forever discharge the city of Collinsville. I mean, I can think of all kinds of scenarios that an accident could happen I mean, what if you, I mean, I'm not even gonna go through the scenarios of what could happen, that there could be, the, the shuttle bus is, is um, there for the citizens of Collinsville that are senior citizens or disabled. I have an intellectually disabled daughter that rides, that relies on the shuttle bus to take her back and forth to work when I'm not available to take her. Had she have signed this, like she was asked to sign without bringing it to me, she would have had no idea what she was signing what the implications of it would have been. And I, I cannot see this being uh, held up in a court of law. So I, I, I just, I'm very troubled by this and I hope that you rethink the idea of having your seniors and your disabled citizens signing something like this. And I have um, referred this to Madison County Transit so that they know that the city is, is wanting a waiver signed. 
I mean, I think about the, the water park. Are you gonna have any citizen that steps foot on the water park sign a waiver saying we're released of all liability no matter what happens? I, I, I'm very surprised and I, I don't know if the council all, all voted on this or how this came about, but um, I really hope that you rethink this. Thank you. Thank you for your comments. Anyone else? Seeing none, next item. Comments and announcements from the mayor. Well, we got through one big storm. We're at the peak of the temperature this past couple days, and now we've got another storm coming in. So uh, we can only hope that our street department does as good a job on this storm as they did on the last one and on the previous one. Uh, we're doing great things. Uh, spring is just around the corner. We're, we're getting ready to look for some good things. Um, we had a incident in town that I would like to reflect upon, a police officer and a firefighter that made a tremendous rescue. Uh, and we are going to honor them at a future, future council meeting. So uh, there was a video of that on uh, Facebook. Everyone should know about it, but we're going to be talking about that later. Uh, we have a lot of good things going on in the city right now. Uh, so let's get through this next storm and let's keep everybody happy. And, you know, we're uh, doing the best we can. Next item. Comments and announcements from council members? Council. Next item. Comments and announcements from city staff. Mr. Barrett. Mr. Mayor, members of council, um, that was a legal requirement, the waiver that was referenced. We'll look into that. That was uh, drafted up by legal counsel. The program's administered by the state, and MCT helps with that. Um, I you know, I'll get specifics on why that waiver came out um, and have some information provided to the council at our next meeting. Um, regarding structured uh, comments. Uh, Kimberly Corn uh, is out on vacation this week. She wanted to make a couple comments to remind that uh, signups are up for CBSL. There's all your pricing. We went over that at your last meeting. Um, we have uh, an event coming up on um, on Tuesday mornings, which is all board playtime. It's during the day. It's two dollars for a drop-in fee for children, and it's for up to five years. So it's a pretty uh, neat and successful structured play opportunity for. Uh, children in the community and then we're having a um, citywide garage sales we have done every year on the 29th and 30th and uh, residents can register by april 22nd by calling the parks and rec department um, to be so that they are included in the garage sale guide uh, and that is all i have at this time thank you thank you next Thanks. item is the consent agenda Item one is a motion to approve payment of bills for the period ending February 11, 2022, in the amount of $2,537,605.53. <clears throat> Item two is a motion to approve payroll for the period ending February 4, 2022, in the amount of $755,941.97. Item three, motion to approve minutes of the February 8, 2022 council meeting. And item four is an ordinance regarding the disclosure of closed session meeting minutes, the second half of 2021. Prior to a motion, is there any item L1 through four that the council would wish to pull or discuss? 
Being none, I'll entertain a motion for approval of the consent agenda items L1 through 4. So moved. Moved by Councilman Stamen. I'll second it. Second by Councilman Green. Roll call, please. Jerome? Yes. Green? Yes. Stamen? Yes. Miller? Yes. Next, new business. Item 1 is ordinance authorizing the mayor to sign amendment number 1 to the City Works license and maintenance agreement with <coughs> Azteca Systems. Entertain a motion for the uh, agreement with uh, City Works for uh, the Azteca system. So uh, so Councilman Jerome will make the motion. Councilman Green will second. The overview by Deputy City Manager Derek Jackson. Thank you, Mayor Miller, members of the council. The final ordinance before you this evening is a three year agreement with Azteca LLC. Uh, to, for the continued use of CityWorks. That is the software package the city utilizes for our uh, case management of permits and licensing as well as asset management. Uh, the software itself is used by several departments, heavily used on a daily basis by the Community Development Department, uh, Public Works Department, and recently we're getting the uh, Fire Department and City Clerk's Office involved with the software as well. Uh, overall, the, the uh, cost of this agreement is $189,000, $375,000, uh, which breaks out into an annual cost of $6,325. What that includes is 31 licenses to access the software, as well as cloud infrastructure support and updates, and the application uh, programming interfaces, uh, which will be new licensing that were added for these next three years. Uh, so with that, the change from our original 2019 licensing is we're adding two new uh, licenses. That's really to accommodate the single counter consolidation we've had here at City Hall. We now have finance staff working that shared uh, counter so they have access to the system, uh, as well as the APIs. And what the APIs are, you're going to hear more about this term uh, the next couple of meetings when uh, Sean Suck, our IT department uh, director, comes before you, because uh, we're looking to roll out the public access portal. And what the API APIs do is they let that software talk uh, with the website and our public access portal, the CityWorks data. Um, so with that, if there's any questions or concerns, to date we've been very happy with CityWorks. Uh, the software is integrated directly with our GIS, so if our public works foreman log in, they can see all the manholes, all the sewer lines in the city. If our planners log into the system, they can see all the zoning maps and things like that within the city. Uh, and then also the fact that it is cloud uh, with cloud infrastructure. Our inspectors and foremen are out in the field, either on a tablet or a smartphone. They can do real-time uh, updates, which reflects back in the office. So really it's been a, a vital tool for us here these last three years. Uh, so with that, we are looking to continue our partnership with Azteca LLC uh, for utilization of CityWorks for another three years moving forward. Any questions or concerns about it? I'd be more happy to address it. Questions of Mr. Jackson? Of course. Uh, is they, are they the same? Do they do the reports too, or is that a different? The concept? crystal reports? Yeah. Uh, they don't do the crystal. So when it comes to CityWorks, you have to use crystal reports, which is another small software package to edit those reports. Mm -hmm. So they give you guidance on how to import those in, mm -hmm. but technically that's a separate service that feeds into the city works but infrastructure. The, the company you've been working with the last few years to yeah. build some Oh, Centricity. Uh, they, that's yeah. a separate. That's, separate that, that's a subcontractor that's been helping us with implementation. They've been a lifeline for us, especially when it comes to either workflows within city works or editing the, um, uh, the crystal reports. They have expertise in all of that, which has made them a quite valuable subconsultant uh, right. for us helping us with integration. <laughs> Will this be available to all departments? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, we, we, to date, we're trying to pull as many services in as possible. Uh, 
city clerk Wasser and I were on a call last week, we're working on getting a liquor license. So that's in the system, all the different types of licensing. Uh, so if there's any departments where we could, you know, where it comes to asset management or case management, you know, so some departments like say uh, Parks and Rec, they probably, we won't, there's some departments that won't have a, you know, a purpose for using city works, but especially when it comes to city hall services, we're trying to get as many services as humanly possible into the system. And with that, we will be rolling out here in the second quarter that public access portal, which is a really big goal of ours when it comes to e-government, where people can go online to apply for a permit or a business license or an occupancy inspection and pay for it online too to kind of limit the value or trying to reduce the volume of foot traffic and phone calls where people can just do that at home at their own convenience on a computer or smartphone. So we're looking to roll that out this year as well. Great. Anyone else? Seeing none, roll call, please. Jerome? Yes. Green? Yes. Thayman? Yes. Miller? Yes. Closed sessions next. I will entertain uh, a motion for appointment, employment, compensation, discipline, and performance of employees, 5 ILCS 120-2C1. Motion, please. So moved. Moved by Councilman Jerome. Second. Second by Councilman Stamen. Roll call, please. Jerome? Yes. Green? Yes. Stamen? Yes. Miller? Yes. Glasses adjournment. Motion for adjournment. So moved. Moved by Councilman Green. I'll second. Second by Councilman Jerome. Uh, roll call. Roll call. Thank you. Jerome. Yes. Green. Yes. Stamen. Yes. Miller. Yes. Yeah. The regular city council meeting of the city of Collinsville, two twenty-two twenty-two. I had to get in there. <laughs> Is adjourned. Yeah.